Broadcasting live from our satellite studios in Dallas, Texas, it's time for the special on-the-road edition of Learning Insights, featuring learning professionals who are improving performance and driving business results. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights. This is your host, Stone Payton, and with me on this trip is my good buddy and co-host, Lee Cantor. How you doing, man? I am doing good. Enjoying Dallas so far. What about you? Yeah, I'm having a good time, man. I thought breakfast was uh, well provided for by our local friends here at the the Regis, and I'm fired up and ready to go. This is going to be a fun segment right out of the box today. We're going to get a uh, chance to visit with the founder of RRG, Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast, Mr. Michael Jarman. How you doing, man? I am doing excellent. I hope y'all having a great day here, too. We got a little rain coming in, but otherwise we should be great. Well, we'll be here all day, so we're going to miss all that rain. That's good. That's now, good. Uh, can you share a little bit about RRG? What are you guys up to? Well, RRG, I started it years ago with... Uh, happened was I worked for ATN, what is now AT&T, but I wanted to be able to make an impact on people's lives versus just making an impact on the Telecommunication Act of 1996. (laughs) And it was, it was really, it was a great career, but a career of not adding value to individual people. I was making an impact, but not the impact that I was really uh, designed to do, Mm -hmm. which was to use my influence and my value that I have to help add value to others. So I started, uh, left left, uh, AT&T a little bit early um, and began my journey, what I call my journey, of learning the skills and techniques for uh, influence and changing the lives of individuals so that they can produce uh, and be the person that they needed to be and wanted to be. And what type of people are you working with? Uh, I've worked mostly with men, but I do a lot of, uh, I've done the women's retreats uh, where we spend our weekends developing and, and uh, uh, dealing with the uh, issues of their heart. And then mostly with men, though, t- helping them in their transition, whether it was from employment, whether it was through life events, or whether it was even in uh, some of the adverse conditions, as in uh, those who have been incarcerated, those who have been left out of the system, disenfranchised. And historically, that they have not had the opportunity or not had the tools to use the opportunities that have been availed to them. So I'm sure you've seen an awful lot change in the arena in in your time while you're doing this. But uh, any recent trends that you're seeing? I'm seeing a trend that I think is a lot better. Uh, I've been working with John Maxwell's uh, information uh, that deals a lot with uh, the character of the person more than it does with the intellect of the person. Uh, Intellect uh, drives people uh, to have information, but character drives people to be able to make change and make transition. Now, do you find that uh, going from the corporate world to the the real world, is it uh, the same kind of techniques work and training uh, definitely definitely if if you want to uh impact a individual you deal with what his brokenness is if you want to impact a corporate uh, uh company you deal with the things that they are having trouble dealing with or not even being able to access so they have the same same issues you just have to format them differently for each group so now how do you go about like the first when someone's in a corporate environment don't they kind of inherently want to uh do better they want to be successful and then the real world maybe they have an addiction or they have some challenges 
that their mindset isn't in the right place yet? I think all of them have the same desire to be and be successful. The idea is what are the tools necessary and how do you go about being successful? Mm-hmm. The, even with the broken people, you tell them go be successful. They have no model for what that looks like. The same thing in the corporate world. You give a guy and you tell him go be successful in his division. Right. And he goes out and he fires 10 people. He reduces his overhead. And you think, oh, he's being successful. No, he's not because the 10 people that he fired – all his money makers, and so, <laughs> right. so you you have to deal with them in the same format. You get them to look at their goals and objectives. Don't be a shotgunner. Uh, a lot of people are shotgunners. Uh, they shoot. You know, the shotgun is a scatter shot. Right. Uh, you don't have to be very skilled to do a scatter shot. Right. But one thing about the scatter shot, you usually kill some of the friendlies along with the <laughs> others. You want to be targeted in your de- device. You want to be like uh, the American sniper. You want to be on target. With with the individual or the uh, goal that you're setting for yourself and being able to achieve it. Now, so you think that a lot of broken people don't have clear goals? Definitely, definitely. I think uh, the biggest problem or takeaway in, in our community is that we don't have, you know, that we used to use the term common sense. There's, uh, I don't believe that there's a, a idea or in our transitory uh, community that we have now where you have a commonality that is out there that everybody operates from. So what you have to do is develop those common tools so that they can go about using those common tools to be successful with, with the team that they're in. But don't you find that the people feel like that they're on a path, that, they, that they're that they doing what they're supposed to be doing? Everybody's on a path. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but, but how do you get them to change? Like, look, the results you're getting is you're in jail or you're addicted to something. Okay. And, you know, that's their objective. If they're addicted to something, well, I have to get what I'm addicted to today. That's my goal. That that that's a that's a uh, that's the surface. Addiction and drug addiction is always a surface or fruit issue. There's a core issue that has to be addressed with the individual as much as it has to be a core issue addressed with the team. So you translate both of those to the core issue because addiction is not about the drug use. The addiction is about there. Are, I have this noise that I don't want to deal with this particular part of, of, of community or my life. So I use this particular drug to hang out or I have this job title and my boss wants me to accomplish this, but he doesn't give me any clear goals. But I can do some things to make it look like I'm doing what I'm supposed to right. do. So you have to address the core issue and get them on target on the core issue. And a guy uh, came in, said that, uh, oh, I'm addicted to this. I, like. I said, well, let me, let's let's see. So we went down and we uh, looked through his life, found out what was going on with him. His issue was is that he had a huge heart wound from his father. Never had anybody teach him how to be a man. Never gave him any instructions on the character that he needed to develop, how to be consistent in the things that he needed to do. He would never be successful on a job. I don't care how many jobs you get him, how many things that you get for him. He can't be successful because he doesn't have the uh, the right tools or the model to use the tools. And then on the top of that, there becomes a mastery of using the tool. Right. Even in when you so you've got a guy who comes in, he's out of college, he gets a college degree, he comes to a company, he wants to be successful, but he's never seen what successful looks like. So you're going to have to teach him the, how to use those tools that he's developed in college. Because if you ask me, college only teaches you how to learn. 
Hopefully so, yeah, they learn that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it, you know, there are some specific jobs that come out of college. You have specific skills for that particular industry. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the time, you've learned how to learn. You get to the job, then they start teaching you the tools necessary. Right, the specifics. The specifics that. to operate in the banking industry, to operate in HR, to operate in, in uh, using their life skills for, for sales. And so now you have to teach them how to use those tools. And so those, uh, those people come in with a certain amount of information, but not necessarily do they have the tools on translating those to being a part of a greater team to accomplish those goals. And one of the things I like about the John Maxwell uh, material and all of his teaching, he teaches the character principles because character principles dictate uh, how the person is going to operate and sets the boundaries for them. Because if you don't have character, you can't operate the boundaries. And then that's transferable in any environment. In, in major, most environments. And that's the, becomes the technique. Because most people uh, struggle with translating what skills I did used over here to the when I get to the next place. But there are skills in both places that you were, and you can use those skills. And I, I teach a uh, one group, I teach them uh, how to use the functional resume, a piece of the functional resume, where it lists out your job skills versus your uh, listing out what your job history is. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a job history don't mean you have job skills. Right. And you want, if you want to be employed somewhere, you want someone to know what skills you have. Not only where you worked, and I was consistent at my work, but I have these skills and I know how to use these skills. Now, how important is it to not only just talk about skills, but uh, um, talk about the outcomes that you helped kind of create? The outcomes usually are driven by the individual and what they want to accomplish. So once you identify those outcomes, that gives you a clear path. So you have to do some type of planning with them, some type of goal setting, some type of life structure where you have goals. That's for the individual. When you come into the corporate environment, usually the goals are already set out. Talk to a young man this morning. He was uh, one. He's in kinesiology. And I was telling him he had a, a chronological resume. As I was telling him, I said, when you come to a job, if I was going to hire you, you give me your chronological resume. All I can do is identify the different jobs, and then I get to tell you what those skills are on that particular job. But if you list out your job skills, then you have a better opportunity of listing out what you can do to add value to that company. Because nobody's in business not to make money. Sure. So the issue is, is what do you bring to the table that's going to allow us to make money at what we're trying and attempting to do? So don't they find this a little bit overwhelming at first? It sounds like you have an awful lot of wisdom and information and structure and discipline and rigor to share. It it must uh, take a great deal of patience to to decide how to... uh, met that out <laughs> well, well you know here's where you met it out first uh, i'm an old tele i'm an old telephone guy and uh, when we used to turn up uh, t1 circuits you had a code that you put in on one end you had a decoder on the other end and what you have to do is is you have to find a place where you they allow you to come in and have access mm-hmm. that's in the corporate community or in the uh, individual and what you do once you uh, create that link where they let you in then you can download the information 
You can't download the information if you don't have the right software or the right coding at the end. So you find that common place that they allow you in. Once you find that common place, then you transfer the information. And that is the key because you have to uh, look for that common place. There is no uh, magic bullet. We're going to start at number one and we're going to do these five things. No, you start with where they are and they'll let you know where it's comfortable for you to apply whatever information that you have. The problem is that I see in the in the development and learning community is that we sometimes we just tell information and information without character doesn't bring you to the successful points that you really need. That's what I've learned in the John Maxwell material, Mm -hmm. because you'll have information, but you don't have direction with your with your they have to buy in. right? They have to buy in. And that's where you get the ownership. Once you get to ownership, you can. Oh, man, then you can pour out. I have guys that I've coached over. Over the past 10 years that call me regularly, Uh, you know, I wouldn't be to this point. I wouldn't be here if we wouldn't have started there. I had one who I sent out. He was went to a uh, organization out in uh, Allen, and when he got there, he said these guys are really strong. They're really deep. I said, "Do you know how uh, much information or how far you've come from uh, using crack cocaine on the street to being responsible and married and in your family?" Wow, they, that's they, great. They, I said, "You, they should be at awe of you, right?" Because the journey creates the character and the mastery of the character, not the event. The, the, it's the it's the journey because it's not you know you know it's, this is not a race this is a, a literally it's a it's a journey it's a marathon, and so you you don't run across and throw your hands up and say oh next week I'm not <laughs> going to have to pay any bills right. no you got to right. pay bills next right. week too sure. so you it's a journey and so the, a lot of times the guys are on a journey and every corporation if they are not on a journey. If they only want to get that one sale, you don't want to get the one sale. You want to get the market share that allows you to drive your company and move your company forward. And most companies look for those particular things. What can you bring to my team to develop my team, to bring them to a level where they can perform? And then when when change comes. Because it's going to come. It's coming. Right. It's coming. And there's a little book by Ken Blanchard on who killed change. I think everybody should. <laughs> they should make everybody in corporate America read that book and everybody in their personal life uh, read their book because there are challenges to making change that uh, that uh, like culture. Uh, I believe in the Ken Blanchard's book. He didn't say it. But I think culture has a lot to do with killing change. Mm-hmm. Now, are you are you teaching other people how to go out and deliver this work? Are you, are you there yet? I, I, I'm pouring that. I'm pouring that in because one of the things that I, I and I have to do it that way because uh, if I I'm not going to be here every day, uh, you know, you could die any day. Right. So my my deal is is to fix members that will have the same like value set that will see the uh, importance of adding value. It's, it's what John uh, has uh, uh, really laid out in all of his material. He didn't get in, John didn't get in because he's just teaching something intellectual. He's teaching something that is authentic. Right. And when you're authentic, it, it creates a whole new uh, platform for you to stand on. Authenticity is, is the key. And when a person sees that you're really authentic and you're genuine, that, that gives them an avenue to listen to what you say. Now you have a chance to mold them and give them the information that they need. Now, is there something in the program that um, helps with compliance, that helps people when eventually they do take a step backwards and they you know, need some help? Definitely. 
most of my guys get upset with me when I give my number to their wives. Why are you giving your, my number to her? Why does she get to? I said, because she's your accountability partner. She's mm-hmm. going to tell me the truth. When you call me up and say everything's fine, you know that's, that's a key word for me to go ask questions of her because fine is not where I'm trying to get you to. Mm-hmm. In no corporate environment is, is anybody trying to develop a fine company. I call those one of the uh, corporate cuss words. Uh, <laughs> when you, you, know, you use these words, uh, fair, what's, what's, what's uh, you know, those unmeasurable items that have no outcome on the end. Right. And you can, uh, there's no tangible part. And really, I think people hide behind those. So they don't have to explain where I am because the fear is somebody's going to be judgmental of it. And that's the key for every leader. I don't care if you're teaching a guy, individual, or you're teaching a group. Can I approach you? And this is what most managers don't do, but most leaders do, is they become approachable because the, and then they teach them to be a, that they're appreciated. Uh, one of my friends here, we use the terminology, and uh, don't y'all steal my stuff. Oh, we you will steal. Oh, are you kidding oh, me? God. Y'all are thieves. <laughs> That's why we're on the radio. We're recording <laughs> <That's> this. <right. laughs> he, say, he says all the time, never be tolerated. Always be where you're celebrated. The majority of the people try to get jobs, and they tolerate being at the particular place, and other people tolerate them. They don't appreciate them, mm-hmm. and they don't celebrate them. The worst thing is to go to work all day long. You're, you're laboring all day long, and at the end of the day, to have somebody not appreciate or celebrate you for what you brought to the company. And hopefully you brought something. That's the key. Right. Because if you bring something to the to, to add value, and they don't uh, know They'll how appreciate to, that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. They, they do appreciate it. But some, some leaders and managers don't know how to do that. They don't know how to articulate the no. appreciation? No. Or either they use praise, which is the crutch. They should use encouragement which is the tool for maturity. Mm-hmm. Praise says it, it talks about the event. Encouragement talks about the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid comes home with all A's, and you say, I'm going to give you a dollar for each A. You're praising the A's. You, what could be used is an encouragement. I knew you were smart already. And that talks about the character of the person. So now mm-hmm. you're valuing the person. And so you move them on to the next level because when they walk back out the next day and the battle becomes, they're ready for fight because, you know, it's kind of like uh, that big mo. Once you get that momentum, go, who's going to whoop me? That, <laughs> That's right. In, well, you believe you, when people believe in you, you believe in you, too. You start believing in yourself. <laughs> and it's not, and but you can't do the praise thing, because if you do the praise thing, they'll start thinking I'm performing to get this. I'm not the person. And that, they could cheat to get the result instead go. of getting to the core of it. Have you been reading my information? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I had to make you one of my disciples. Yeah, you'll have to certify him. Yeah. Before we let you go, what's next for you near term where are you going to be putting your energy over the next uh six eight months i got i got three books that i'm i'm writing one is a hierarchy of learning i want to use that to spring forth on teaching people on how to look at the dynamics that go with learning and how it's developed and then i have uh the five core issues of a man's heart that book right there addresses what i believe are all i don't care if you white black green purple i don't care if you're rich poor educated uneducated i don't care if you've been in drugs, in prison, I don't care if you work for corporate America for 40 years. You, every man has five core things that we all have as a crutch. It's a, it's a part that we have to deal with. And even the guy who's successful, give you an example. I, uh, I was a straight A student in school. 
I love being a straight A student. Do you know why I like being a straight? Why is that? I got my name called. <laughs> so That's I all w- it takes. I was performing. Okay, so I'll make sure Michael Jarman. I'll just ma- keep saying your name. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. What? What? No. What makes my? No. But I. I, I thrived on that because I got somebody to say my name. A positive attention. A right? Positive. Some. No. Attention. Attention. You didn't even attention. care. Positive. Positive. <laughs> neg- That's why people do the negative things. It still gives it's them still attention. attention. Right. The five minutes of fame. I get on TV. I'll tell my story. Jerry Springer, Maury Povich. Mm-hmm. They play on that all day long because people want to say I'm significant for one particular period of time. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to feel significant. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to feel insignificant. Nobody right. comes up and say, hey, today. Uh, I was ignored by everybody. Yeah, yeah I want to be ignored <laughs> by everybody. You know, they may say, leave me the hell alone or something <laughs> right. like that. But the, uh, but the majority of the time, everybody wants to be feel significant. So they will do things to get that significance. But if they know their significance, then go out and do things. Then they are being instead of doing. Right. We're human beings, not human doings. But a lot of times we do stuff so that we can get that from other people instead of being that person and they be able to acknowledge it. I'll give you one more of mine, and I'm not sure how much time you have left, but I'll give you one more of mine about respect. The idea of respect is, is that people earn respect. You don't earn respect. You either have the character and you do what you're supposed to do and somebody sees it and they celebrate the character they see. Mm-hmm. That's respect. Mm-hmm. Because nobody can give you character or take it away. You only give it away yourself or don't do it. Right. So nobody can disrespect you in that particular format because you are living the character that you want people to see. In other words, be who you want people to meet every day. So those are the things we do. That sounds like excellent wisdom to share and to land on, but we got to have you back sometime, man. We'd love to be back anytime. All right. Where can our listeners uh, learn more? Website, phone number? Uh, you can reach me on my email or uh, you can reach me on my number. My website is not up at this particular time, uh, but I will have that up and ready. But uh, right now you can reach me on my email. That's one recon. That's the number one recon, R-E-C-O-N, at SWBell.net. And I use that SWBell to let you know how long I've had that email. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then when the website will be up, it'll be the recon group. Yes, that's the, correct. Dot org. Dot org. The Recon Group dot org. That is correct. All right, Michael Jarman, thanks so much. It's been a real delight, man. Uh, yeah, have a great day. Thanks so much. We will be back in a few from the Satellite Studios of Training Pros Dallas. This has been a special Business Radio X production brought to you by Training Pros, your source for local learning and development experts. Learn more at training-pros.com.